So who all kept, or was able to actually catch the uh, Certainty Conference, like, Sunday through Wednesday? Ken, you did that good. That's good. That's yeah. good. Actually, I didn't catch it Sunday. Okay, well, hey. But uh, was anybody able to catch it at least Tuesday night? All right, praise the Lord. Well, uh, well, man, there was a lot of good, good teaching, a lot of, man, just uh Here's the thing, man. I, what I'm doing today, guys, I'm bringing a very high-level overview of what was done. But all the hard work was done already, so thank you, Pastor Kenny. Because, man, I uh, I just get to bring a, a recap and, you know, Lord willing, we'll be able to summarize this real quick. But, but you know, what I'm going to be bringing today, guys, this is nothing that you, you know, haven't heard before because, man... The Lord doesn't change. So the things that we've heard before, this is a reminder. Maybe you'll see it in a different light, but these are reminders that we need absolutely right now. Um, but I do want to encourage you, if you haven't had chance to uh, to go back and watch the evening sessions Sunday night through Wednesday night, man. Um, there's just so much that I cannot cover. But we're going to just very high level go over some things that were covered. And so... You know, praise the Lord, man. We we have leaders that go before us and do the studying, that spend the time and prayer, that that get something from the Lord, and then they bring it to us, so that we get to hear from the Lord. And I guarantee you, man, that is that is just something that I don't ever want to take for granted because so many times, if I go elsewhere, we're hearing from men, we're hearing men's opinions, men's thoughts. And I don't want that, man. That's not how I want to be led in my life. So I just, I'm very thankful, first of all, for our pastors and leaders and that they go to the Word of God and hear from God first and bring that to us. And so we're going to be looking at a passage that most of you are probably familiar with. But if you, we, uh, if you go to Exodus chapter 12, uh, that's where the conference kicked off on Sunday night with uh, Tony Godfrey. And... Here is this, this whole passage that we're going to be going through and what the Certainty Conference was really kind of focused around was this section of Scripture in Exodus where God is actually taking His people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. And this is just going through the time when they're being led from Egypt and taken to the point of the Red Sea and getting ready to cross that. And so... Um, you know, many of you are probably familiar with it, but I'm just going to really high level go over this. Basically, in Exodus 12, Moses calls the elders and instructs them to put the blood on the posts of their houses for the Passover of the Lord. So this was like, this is nearing the point where God is preparing his people and saying, okay, we're getting ready to leave. I want you to do this thing, and it sounds weird, but put the blood of this lamb on the doorpost, and the Lord will pass over your house. And we know that the firstborn of every Egyptian was killed on the night that the Lord passed over. But what he was doing was sparing his children. And man, you know, this is all a beautiful picture of the blood of the perfect lamb, Jesus Christ, that we're covered with as well. And so we can go to the Old Testament and see this picture of our salvation. See this picture of how God brings us out of Egypt. So as we're looking at this story, an actual 
true story, a record of history, going back and seeing how God worked then, we can see that he's still working the same way. God has not changed in the way that he's bringing his people out of Egypt. And the world also hasn't changed. I don't know if you knew this, but back then, some of the same things that they were dealing with, we're still dealing with now. So, you know, this world, as far as with politics, with, uh, with our national leaders, and everything that's going on, there are a lot of things that are still the same. You know, the government is seeking control, and they want to control even how we worship and where we worship. And this was going on back then as well. Pharaoh was trying to stop God's people from going to worship. It's still happening, guys. So, so this definitely applies to us today. And so the conclusion of this whole thing was that the world is not our home. And we have to understand that this world is not our home. We are sojourners here. The Lord is bringing us away from Egypt. He will also take us one day out of Egypt with the rapture of the church or whenever we pass on. We aren't going to be here permanently. So keep in mind that this has been God's plan the whole time. And so it was a beautiful thing to see how Moses was prepared because the Lord spoke to Moses and he gave him promises and said, this is how it's going to happen. I'm going to use you to lead my people out of Egypt. And so Moses got a word from the Lord, and then he went and took that to the people. And when Moses went to speak to them, he wasn't going to them to say, hey, here's my opinion on what needs to happen, and this is how we're going to get out. No, he said, the Lord said, do this. This is what we're going to do. And so praise the Lord for that. They got instruction from God, and they were able to follow their leader who was following the Lord. And so... We know that we've been rescued from Egypt. We know that we have the blood of the Lamb that covers us, and that, man, we're saved from that, the, from, from, you know, from Egypt, this picture of the world. But we know that everybody else needs that as well. So those that don't know Jesus, those that don't know that blood that is going to cover them, because Jesus Christ is our Passover Lamb, right? He is that perfect sacrifice, and the world needs to know about that. So... Man, we are called to be witnesses, and we absolutely need to keep in mind that the time is short. Right now, we, uh, man, Pastor Kenny, man, I love the uh, the reference you gave to, it's the fourth quarter of this dispensation, man, and if you think about it, time really is short. Is it <laughs> four, right? All right. <laughs> but man, we have to understand that, uh, our focus shouldn't have never changed just because 2020 came around and we're in the time when things are a little crazier than normal. Our focus can't change from what God has already told us before all this, right? The Lord already told us how it was going to end. We know how it's going to end. And so we just need to stay focused on what's important. And that is, you know, focused on the fact that we're getting out of Egypt, but also who's going to go with us. In uh, Exodus 12, verses 36 through 38, it talks about the mixed multitude that went up also. And it was so cool seeing this picture, and I guess I didn't, I didn't see this before, that the, the mixed multitude, man, it was more than just the, the Israelites, man. They were bringing people with them as they were coming out of Egypt. People wanted to go with them and say, yeah, let's go. Well, man, who are we going to take out of Egypt? Who are going to be the people that, that know about the Lord Jesus Christ? 
and get to come out of Egypt with us. You know, and that is all up to us. That's the uh, that's the thing we have to stay focused on. You know, there there are some things that we can be certain of in a time of uncertainty, in a time of you know a worldwide pandemic and things that we're not truly certain about. We can be certain about one thing here is that the Lord is coming back one day, and then when He does, that we get to be presented before Him and stand before Him. We we get to choose how how that looks. We either invested our life in the things that the Lord told us to do and focus on, or we got caught up in the world and focused on what the world was telling us to focus on. And those are very different things. So, as we see them, you know, to see the Israelites being led from a point where they had been in Egypt for a long time, and the Lord was saying, okay, now is the time we're going to leave. They're getting ready to leave, and in Exodus 13... They, uh, they start leaving and going through the wilderness. On Monday evening, Randy Copeland brought the message to us about this, uh, this time where they were being led through a place that they were unsure of. The Israelites, they doubted at one point, you know, the leadership and how they were being led. But it has to be pointed out to us, man, that, you know, God is going to lead us through trying times. And he will do everything that he said. So it doesn't matter what we think about it. He will lead us, and we just have to have faith in that leadership. So we've got the ultimate leader, our Lord Jesus Christ. And we have to have faith in the direction that he gives. So as the people are going through the wilderness, the Lord led them that way for a reason. He was trying to keep them from getting distracted and trying to keep them from, you know, seeing... uh, and the Philistines and different people that would have gone against them. And so he took them a specific route because he had a plan, he had a direction. And when we're following by faith, this is one of the points that was made there that I thought was just so cool, man. Think about if you're following in faith, you're following the direction that our leader has given us, then you are going to be exactly where he wants us to be. And where God wants us to be is with him. And that was so cool. I mean, it's it's a simple concept, but... If we're just following the Lord, well, then we're going to be with the Lord, and that's where he wants us to be, right? So, as the people are being led through the wilderness, we know that we see this, uh, this pillar of a cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. And this pillar of the cloud and the fire, this represented God's presence with them. They had something physically there that they could follow after during the daytime, this cloud, and then the fire at night that was leading them, but also protecting them. And man, it's a super cool study. I've actually never studied out clouds in the Bible, but they went over that in the, in the conference, and I was like, whoa, blew my mind. But ultimately, these, these clouds were used to announce God's presence and to make evident his promise, because he said, I will be with you, I'm going to get you out of here. Well, there he was, and this represented his presence, right? And he was directing his people to himself and fulfilling his promise. So these clouds represent God's presence and his promise. And then the at, at nighttime, that, that fire that was leading them, but also it was protecting them. And at one point, the Israelites were even hid, God hid them so that Pharaoh's army couldn't see them. And it's so cool to see this picture, but man, you know, we today, we don't have that cloud leading us. 
right? We don't have that fire that we get to go by. I mean, that would make it a lot easier, I guess, for everybody to just look up and go, okay, we'll go this way and start following. But, man, we have the Word of God, right? And that is our pillar. That is what we can stand on. So when we go to the Word of God, we have the presence of God in His Word. We also have that light that was provided. Psalm 119, 105 talks about the Word being a lamp unto our feet, right? A light unto our path. So we have that. We don't have to have that physical thing right in front of us, but man, we have our physical Bible, and we have the words written there that God wanted us to have. So we have the direction. We have His promises. So we need to have faith, absolutely, in the director and what He's doing, but also in the deliverance, because our deliverance is based on the Word of God as well. Not what the world is telling us how we get out of this, but what does God say about how we're getting out of this, right? When the people were fearful, as they were getting led through the wilderness, and they thought, hey, you just brought us out here to die. Moses is like, no. No, the Lord is leading us through this. And Moses told the people to fear not, but to see the salvation of the Lord. That is so cool. To see the salvation of the Lord. So as God is there present with them and protecting them and leading them through this, they get to this point where they are trapped between the Red Sea and they have Pharaoh's army behind them and the mountains surrounding them and there's no way out. And they thought, well, this is it. You know, they're trapped. But the Lord already had a plan. He brought them exactly where he wanted them to be. And what he was doing and getting ready to do was to take them through the Red Sea, right? So the parting of the Red Sea. They were getting ready to be delivered from their enemy and get taken to the place that they were promised. So having faith in the director, God, and having faith in the direction that he gives us in his word, we can understand that the deliverance that he has promised us, man, it is true, and, it's, and it applies completely. Like I said, this, this is just a picture that we're looking at, that applies today to the salvation that we get to see, right? Having faith in that, though, is absolutely important because, man, we have to recognize that our Lord is greater than anything in the world. 1 John 4, 4 tells us that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world, right? So we can't fear the enemy. We can't fear when it looks like the enemy may have some sort of advantage, right? Our Lord already overcame that. We have already won. And because we have Christ, we don't need to worry about that. So no matter what's going on with a pandemic or politics or anything, guys, we were just encouraged and reminded to just look back at the Lord. That is where we need to be, right? And I love this, this quote Randy Copeland gave us. He, well, it was his words. I'm quoting him. It's not a fear problem that you have. It's a faith problem that you have. If you get your faith right, it will extinguish your fear. So if you're fearful for some reason, well, maybe your faith needs to get right. So let's make sure we keep that in check, man, because God always had the plan. He knows what's going on. He saw these things coming. But, man, we get distracted, right? So let's make sure we get our focus back in the right place here. And so by the time we got to Tuesday evening, man, we got to look at walking by faith. We got to look at Exodus 14 with Pastor Kenny Morgan, man, and, and Brother, thank you, because, man, this is 
this was such a great reminder here that when we are walking by faith, that has everything to do with our perspective of God. And we were reminded that our perspective of God is really the most significant perspective in our lives because how we view our Lord and the faith that we put in Him, man, that affects everything that we do, right? That affects all of our views and, and how we approach life and how we approach the Lord Himself, right? So Israel seemed to be in a bad position here. But we have to recognize the power that our Lord has. Man, a small body of water, or a big body of water, he created all of them, right? So he was able to move them if he wanted to. But the people needed to have faith that they could go wherever the Lord wanted them to go, right? Again, in Christ we've already won. And God is greater than our adversary, and so we don't have to worry about what's going on. We can just focus on what he has told us to do, and I love that in Colossians 2.15, it tells us that Jesus spoiled principalities and powers. He made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Because when Jesus died and was buried and rose again, that is where he defeated death. That is where he defeated ultimately and made a show of it openly that I'm greater than all of this. You can't keep me down, right? And so we have a living God. We have the living word that we can go to, see his promises, and what are we supposed to focus on, man? Well, we should focus on God's plan, and faith respects the plan of God. You see, God has told us, and I know he's already prepared my heart, and I didn't think about it, but before 2020 came, God had already told us what we should be focused on, and prepared many of us for what was to come. But the problem is, I think a lot of us missed it. Because we were preoccupied with other things. We weren't paying attention, right? But the words that we studied out last year, even early, you know, January of this year, the things that God was pointing out in his word was leading us to what was to come. A little bit more on that later. But think about this, man. When you're walking by faith, you always know that God has a plan. And you, can, you can't walk by faith without walking in the word quote from Pastor Kenny Morgan. So when we are walking by faith, we know what God, uh, God has a plan because, man, we're in his word, right? And we see God's plan written out in his word. We know the plan of our salvation. We know how it all ends. And so as long as we're reminded of that, we know that we can just put our faith in whatever God is doing right now, whatever the circumstances are. So having that correct perspective and going to the Word of God to see what God's plan is, and to know how this all ends anyway, this results in prayer that is pure, and a perspective that is pure. And it's so important, man. So many examples in the Bible where you see that these faithful people were able to just pray in faith and trust the Lord, and, and no matter what their circumstance was, no matter what they were going through, whether they were in prison, or whether they were being chased, or whatever was going on, thrown in a lion's den, they knew the outcome, and they trusted the Lord for their deliverance, right? And so they could pray to the Lord and still give praises in a time when maybe a lot of us would just be super scared and crying and saying, God, why? No, man, when we have that right perspective, it doesn't matter what's going on. 
doesn't matter what's going on with our health or with the you know political things that are going on in the world. It doesn't matter. If we have the perspective of, I know what God's doing, I know how this all ends, we can just pray about that, keep our perspective right, and know that, man, in hard times in our lives, man, this is it's going to expose to us how we think about God and what we really think about God. And if it's been exposed to you recently that maybe you don't have the faith in God that, that you thought you did, well, man, this is an awesome opportunity to get that right. Let's go to the Word of God and see what He has to say about that. And the critical point that Kenny brought to us was in moments of crisis, the believer should always remember what God said clearly to them before the crisis. So what are things that the Lord has told you before any of this stuff came up this year, before all this uncertainty? What are the things that the Lord had already told you and the promises that you already knew that maybe you just forgot about, got distracted from? And I'm going to share with you something here at the end that that the Lord had given me last year that I didn't realize until when I was watching the Certainty Conference and going over this set. Oh yeah, that's right, God gave me something too. And... I just forgot about it for a while. So, being able to focus on the promises of God, we can rest in those, we can have confidence in the heat of the battle, we can have confidence no matter what is going on, and we can have peace as well. Because the Lord told them, and Moses was telling his people, when it finally came down to the point where they're, they're stuck between the sea and Pharaoh's army, that he said, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. To stand still, man, it doesn't mean to not do anything, guys. We obviously have to walk in faith. Walking is a physical thing. We can we can stand still, though, and see how God is working, though, right? And stand still, you know, emotionally. We don't need to get all wrapped up in our emotions. We can still those, but we can walk by faith, right? And then, you know, we had the... Uh, we had the beautiful Joe Montana with the 49ers, you know, example given to us. And man, that's, it's just, it's so true. So Joe Montana being, you know, one of the best quarterbacks of all time, man, if we think about it, man, we, we have a leader like that as well. Joe Montana was able to lead his team and to be, he was able to, to see past their circumstances and be cool and be calm in a time where everybody was getting a little bit panicked about, you know, winning the game, right? Well, we have Jesus Christ as our quarterback, man. And it is the end of the fourth quarter here of this dispensation. And we're being led by Jesus Christ right now to get to the end of this thing. And if we can just keep our eyes on him and remember what he told us is the game plan, and we're going to be fine, man. And think about it. That that game plan that, that Jesus had since the time that he was here with us and told us in Matthew 28, 18-20, here was the plan. It was to preach the gospel, to make disciples, and to train up and, and equip leaders and send them out. That was the plan. There wasn't anything in that plan about freak out about a pandemic or get scared when something happens because I'm not sure how I'm going to help you, right? It was, no, just focus on this. I've got everything else taken care of. Focus on the mission that I gave you and on the souls of men because, man, this world does need a witness, right? But they don't know. How many people have you met just recently that all they can talk about 
is whatever the political event of the day was, man. Whoever, you know, the last political debate or whatever that was, that's where their focus is, man. They don't know. They don't have that hope that we have. They don't have that peace that, they, that we have in Jesus Christ. So on Wednesday night, Brett Bartlett wrapped it up for us by taking us through a passage in, uh, in Mark. And before that, we looked at Hebrews and talked about what faith is and, and just saw these, these promises that God had given the people of Israel and how they were coming true. But man, this, this faith, though, is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, right? So, you know, the Lord is evident in the things that we can't see, but we see things getting worked out in our lives somehow. And we have the substance of the things hoped for because the Lord fulfills His promises, right? And so to stand still during a time like this means we are absolutely going to have to still walk in faith, but, but our emotions shouldn't be taking over. And one of the key points that he made, and it was interesting to think about this, is that there really is no way out. But there is a way through. So God's not just going to pluck us up out of Egypt. He's going to lead us through the wilderness. He's going to take us through the times that we're going through right now. And as he's doing that, we have to absolutely have faith in that direction and, how, and that guidance and how he's doing that. So, you know, the salvation that we get to see is when we're marching through that sea, the Red Sea, we're marching through 2020, and we get to see the mass of humanity around us, right? And there's so many people that are lost as we're going through that, that we can take with us out of Egypt and say, hey, come with us. Let me tell you about our Lord. And as you're going through that, and you're going to this place where you see the, the shores of heaven in front of you, we can also have an opportunity to see the salvation of the Lord. So, all the promises that God gives us in His Word, this was pointed out to us, that, man, if it is true, if the Word of God is true, and I believe it is, then all the promises that God gave us, that we are more than conquerors, that the flesh and the devil and, what, and, and all the evil and what they meant for evil, I'm sorry, that God meant for good and that our strength is made perfect in weakness and that God has caused us to always triumph in every place in Christ and the fact that if all things work together for good, for them that love him, then all we need to do is love God, right? Because that's what Jesus had told us. He said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments, right? And nothing else matters at that point. Because all of these promises are true. We are triumphant in Christ. We have won already. So all the things, all the circumstances in life, we don't have to focus on those. We can focus on Christ and what he told us. And all of these other things, man, I just... I know that I'm a distracted person. I know that it's easy for me to, to hear about something and then start focusing on it. Oh my goodness, wow, this happened? How terrible. Okay, well, pray and move on, man. Because at the end of the day, if we are to love God, how does that look, man? Well, it looks like keeping His commandments. I love the way that it was explained, is that the Great Commission is what we do, right? The Great Commandment is how we do it. And so when we do that, we obey the commandments of God and we love God. And if we'll just obey His commandments, it doesn't matter what the world does around us. 
Because you got to remember, the world's not following the commandments of God, right? I mean, we're we're not in a place where they're they're following the Lord unless they know the Lord. But we need to tell them about that. So here's the thing, man. In Mark 10, verses 46 through 52 is where this ended here. And I thought it was really awesome to witness how Jesus reacts to someone who's crying out for mercy. You see this man, Bartimaeus, crying out. He had heard of the Lord Jesus Christ. And when Jesus was coming through where he was, as he was passing through, this man cried out and said, have mercy on me. He was a blind man, right? He, didn't, he couldn't see what was going on, but he, he had heard, right? And isn't that where our faith comes from, right? Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But he, he had heard about this, and he had faith that Jesus could save him. He had faith that Jesus could give him his sight. And so he cries out to him. And I think that it is so cool to see the character of God in this man, the character of Jesus. He stood still. When this man cried out for mercy, Jesus stood still. And that's what happens when we all cried out for mercy. And when we cried out for salvation as well. The Lord stood still. He heard us. You guys know that we get the attention of God in that way, right? That is where Jesus really hears us. It's not the cries of the pandemic that's, that's getting God's attention. It wasn't anything that's happening current day or in the past or in the future that's got God's attention. What gets his attention and makes Jesus stand still is when someone says, Have mercy on me. Save me. And that was so cool to see and to think about the fact that, man, our Creator would stand still for His creation. So, we know that the Gospel is hid to the lost, and it's hid to them that are blinded. In 2 Corinthians 4, we were reminded of this. And so we were to pray, obviously, before we would even tell someone about the Gospel, because we want those blinders to be removed. So that when we share with them, they can see the light of the truth, right? So as we have been led through this time already, our, our leaders and our pastors have been given instruction from the Lord, and they are leading us, and we can have faith in that, because we know that it's coming from the Word of God. Our direction, our uh, leadership is being led by, ultimately, the Lord, and what His Word says, right? So as we're doing that, we absolutely need to stay focused on the fact that, oh yeah, we have a game plan, right? That game plan of sharing the gospel and, and making disciples. And so, remember your lost neighbors, man, in this time. Because there are people that are, that are freaking out about stuff. And they need to know. We do have something to focus on, and it is that. So, in the midst of all the chaos, in the midst of everything going on right now, well, to remember that that is the one thing that's really going to get God's attention is someone crying out for mercy. And so we need to be sharing that mercy. We need to be sharing God's grace and, and the beautiful words of the gospel. Man, something that was given to us that we didn't earn. And so I think it's not ironic or a coincidence at all that lately we've been in the book of Colossians and talking about having Christ be the preeminent one in our lives about having the right burdens in these last days, about having a burden for truth, right? 
for the word of God, having a burden for unity, and being able to stand in these last days and to not be beguiled or misled by men and what their thoughts are and, and by what their ideas are, but by trusting in the Lord and what he said, right? By being vigilant and disciplined, by keeping on the armor of God so that we can withstand in these last days, right? So that we can do that. And so, I just want to ask you this morning, if you're stressed, or if you're feeling anxious about what's going on, or no matter what your situation is, is your soul cast down for some reason? Because it's easy, to, it's easy to do if we get caught up in our flesh, but if we have faith in what God is doing and how he's leading us and how he's protecting us just like he did with the Israelites as he took them out of Egypt and led them. And we can know that he's doing the exact same thing for us right now. Then those things shouldn't exist in our lives. We shouldn't be an anxious people or a fearful people, right? And so that critical point that Kenny had brought to us, that in the moments of crisis, the believer should always remember what God clearly said to them before the crisis. This really struck a chord with me, man, and I thought about it. Psalm 42 was a psalm that I just was attracted to last year and couldn't get my mind away from for months. And in Psalm 42, it talks about our soul being cast down, being in a place where, you know, maybe you're depressed or anxious or whatever it is, but the Lord was still going to, to receive praise from us. It says that, Why art thou cast down, O my soul? Why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. So for the help of the Lord's presence, for God being with us, man, we know that we will yet give praise. So no matter how things are looking right now, in the end we win, right? In the end we can give praise. And so I wanted to share with you guys a song because, like I said, this was stuck on my mind for a long time, and I and I wrote it out, so it's God's lyrics, but, man, praise the Lord, I was able to put something to it, and I don't know how this is going to work for you guys online, but I would like to uh, try to pull this off. Give me just one moment. Yeah. 
and praise Him for the help of His countenance. Psalms, man. Read through the book of Psalms daily, and you will get reminded of exactly what it is that we are needing to follow, of exactly what it is that God is doing in our lives, 
and the things that we need to be in remembrance of, right? Let's not be a forgetful people. And, and so this morning, with the remaining time that we have left here, I just want to ask you guys if, uh, and if, if there's anything in particular that maybe you got from the Certainty Conference, or maybe if there's something in particular that you can remember in your life that the Lord has already told you before this pandemic started, maybe it's a verse that comes to mind that's something that helps you to get through whatever's going on. I just want to open up the floor. If there's somebody online, I think we can unmute you. We, we should be able to hear you if you got something. So just, you know, wave or something. Let us know. But, but man, what is it that, that God has shown you, whether it's through this pandemic or if it's something that he gave you beforehand, that you can rest on?